What's, what'd you say? That's deep dilemmas. Oh, we can pull that out later. Uh, welcome to the Tragedy Academy, a show created to bridge societal divides in a judgment-free zone using candor and humor. My name is Jay, and we are joined today by Nico Gutierrez. How are you doing today, brother? Doing good, yourself? Living the dream. Gary, what's up, man? Chilling, literally. It's 46 degrees. Dude, I can't <laughs> do a hot studio. It's yeah. so... Once all the lights get going, the cameras, and everybody's near hot-mouthing, breathing on these mics, it goes up like 20 degrees. Like there's a difference minutes. between hot and freezing. Like, there's middle. Like, it doesn't have to be like... I, I forgot. You're one of those two. Do you want a shaw? It's... Nico no, needs a shaw. You need a it's shawl. It's a shawl no. with an L, right? No, it's S-H-A-W, right? No, it's got a shawl. Got a shawl. I don't know about that, man. I feel like a shaw is a shaw. Now a, I got to look. It's a, there's We're L. starting this show off great. There's an L in there. I need to know. I, I know. I think you... That's how they pronounce it in Cleveland. It's an L. Shawl. Or shawl. It might be both. Because I do remember hearing it said that way. Yeah, Shaw is like... Shaw versus Shawl. What's the difference? Uh, one's right and one's wrong. Mm. There's no doubt. Oh, shit. You're right. I'm wrong. Yeah, obviously. Fuck. When does that happen? Um, On the word shit. Yeah, I, I'm talking about a Shaw is a wood or grove. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a rectangular piece of cloth. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, I didn't claim to be fucking super smart. We have somebody here today that's super smart from Code Ninjas. Nico is here to talk to us about uh, his franchise that he works with um, that helps children learn how to code. But I'm going to let him explain better what that actually is. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? Yeah. So what do we do at Code Ninjas? We um, we take kids' natural interests, right, for technology, right? Kids pretty much nowadays are born with a piece of technology in their hands. And a lot of that stuff is mind-numbing, non-stimulating mind. Um, I don't even know, know the word that I'm trying to use. It's pretty much what it does is that it, it destroys brain cells, right? It, it, take, it takes their, their free time, it occupies them watching some, something that's very remedial, and they learn nothing from it, right? So how do, how do we change the narrative from being a user of technology to a creator of technology? Interesting. Right? That's, that's kind of like the whole idea, the mission behind it, right? And how do we do that? We teach them how to code by building video games, right? So people think, well, is that all they do is build video games? And yes, but what does it take to actually build a video? Right? You have to be able to create a user interface. You have to be able to identify functions. You have to be able to understand, um, you know, cr uh, character design, use case analysis. You have to be able to understand what is it that you're building to and what is it that you're trying to achieve. So we kind of lay that foundation in kind of a belt system, right? So code ninjas are like, well, that sounds like they're doing some kind of karate stuff. Well, sort of. They all like come in, hit the computer with their hand. Like they, they, they come bow. in there, they do a backflip. You Just know, a backflip. Yeah, they do a flying dragon kick. You know, they take a, they take a chapter out of you know Conor McGregor's book and just do some flying, <laughs> you know, flying cartwheels. You know, whatever, whatever you want to call it. I like that. You know, after their parents like drop their kids off to you That's and it. they feel safe, you close the doors and it's like the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> I was coding today, Bob. <laughs> And I got a black eye. <laughs> Walking into a door. Now. Walked yeah. into a door. Now he's a battered spouse. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> They're like three feet tall. Like, yeah. what spouse walks into a door? Now? Is a thing? So when they actually graduate um, belt, so like we follow the whole belt system, we go white all the way up to black belt. And when they graduate, you know, from white to yellow or whatever belt that they're graduating from, or if they're doing a camp that they're currently on, so we run week camps as well. So when we finish doing, we kind of have like a whole ninja graduation ceremony. Where like we all dress up in like ninja characters, like one of us dressed up as like the fourth Hokage from Naruto. Then we have uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. so we we all, we we do this whole cosplay, 
And then um, they have to break, a, you know, one of those breakable boards and have to do like their best karate. Oh, move. but they haven't been training. Oh, man, they've been, they've been training their fingers. <laughs> I man. like give them all week to, to type and then you hand them a really thick board to punch. Oh, no, it's, just one, of those, it's, one, of, it's one of those like, you know, cheapo. Ones. I know, the breakaways. Right, 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 right. It's like, would it they scored in there? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can put it back together after they hit it for the next kid. Uh, they don't run the gauntlet. We, 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 <laughs> <Whipping> them. <laughs> like they got their jujitsu. Yeah, it's, it's some wicked shit, man. Have you ever seen that? No. So explain that, Gary. Because you know, you're not doing this to the children. When, when, by you, the way. You, belt, when you level up or whatever, you get in jujitsu, they'll line up their belts like wrapped up, and you got to run and whip the shit out of you. It's like as you go by, wow. you know, depending on the, you know. The higher the belt, the harder they're whipping your ass, wow. you know, like they <laughs> let you have it. Is that, like, is that every jujitsu? Um, it seems to be a pretty so common I, thing. Wow. They, it's a rite of passage kind of thing. The military used to do crap like this. Like, it, like I remember um, when you got promoted, you know, anybody that was a higher rank than you was allowed to like punch your rank into your chest. Like you would stand there and then, you know, people would come down like, you know, like these metal spikes. And they'd be like, bam, hit you in the chest. Or like when you got your wings for like aerosol or airborne, they'd punch you like with no backings on them. Like it's insane. No, it shouldn't have ever happened. <laughs> yeah, that's a little more like we're not talking about metal spikes. I got promoted in the jungle and had him pounded into my collarbone and then walked around with like borderline infection. Like it was just miserable. Yeah, you're either infected or you're not. Yeah, I don't know about that now. <laughs> that's a little rough. <laughs> we go way off topic. Quite often, yeah. so uh, he's used to it. We talk all the time. Okay, good. But I've heard, few, I've heard a few of those jungle stories. Yeah, they, they, those are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but I like that um, that you're focusing on children. Yeah. And when you say video game, I don't think a lot of people understand what coding actually is versus say software development or programmer or something along that lines, and how coding fits inside of that bigger picture. Do you want to explain what that is, and we'll kind of jump from there? Okay. That's a loaded question. So I guess when you talk about like software development or like web development, there's it's kind of two different realms, if you will, right? So you have web development, which are, which are web-based applications that run um, using, you know, uh, web framework. That's not my area of specialty. Right. Um, I'm more of like a back-end software guy. So I build um, software to run on dedicated servers, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, um, like we could be building, you know, uh, applications, um, Specifically, I, I, me me personally, I specialize in like API developments. What we do is we build um, integrations with mm -hmm. APIs, and typically, what we do is we hook up into backend systems, and we have to identify uh, what are our you know our domains or essentially the, the different contexts that we're trying to solve for. What um, data are we trying to surface for different interfaces, or what two different systems are we trying to connect? And then we go in there, we solve that problem. So it's a uh, I guess it's a problem term. solving. Yeah, it's like a it's like a digital plumber, pretty much, right? Like, I like that you said it that way. That that makes perfect sense to me because it's not the framework that's being worked on. This is problem solving in multiple different areas because I don't think that people really understand that when you're joining two different programs, right. that interface and that work that comes in between to make those actually speak to each other clearly because they weren't designed to do it. That's where a coder really can prove some problem solving and get creative. And I think that a lot of people are getting scared of AI, chat GBT, mm. what can spit out code, that kind of stuff. And this honestly bothered me when I first heard, you know, what you were doing. And I was like, well, I don't want this to do something to my friend in his business. So looking at it, doing some research, and like you said, you guys are using video games, which is advanced problem solving skills. 
You're allowing them to look at complex problems that would normally look mathematical or engineering, but actually be from a different skill set, a different side of the brain, and allows them to work through it. People don't realize that Chad GPT is a box of numbers and letters that we put in there. It can be pulled back out, but it's not going to be creative. It's not going to have the same capabilities of knowing what Mark's program needs and this program needs and how we're going to get all those feeds to work correctly. That requires a very unique mind. And would you agree that that's kind of how this is kind of coming together? Yeah. Like I would say like when it comes to like, you know, this whole craze behind these large language models, and like, oh, it's going to, um, it's going to replace um, humans and it's going to take away jobs and very may, you know, that, 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 that is a possibility, right? That is something that is probably going to happen because when you're talking about jobs where you're just turning gears and punching numbers, that's going away. Yeah. But when you talk about skilled jobs, for example, like you were mentioning things where you have to like, you have to have, you know, um, an understanding of what this is doing over here. And you have to have an understanding of what this is doing over here. And you have to solve for some kind of architecture and has to have some kind of human mm -hmm. emotion and some kind of human conscious behind it driving that solution. I think, well, I don't think we're there. We're definitely not there yet. No. Are we, can we get there in the future? Potentially. I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. That, that you know, the, the current time that we live in and the technology and the, and the stuff that you see out there, uh, it's pretty scary um, in terms of, and it could be cool. It depends on how you look at it. Um, but as right now, when we talk about like being replaced from like, um, you know, like a software job, right? Like people are like, oh, why do you, you know, your coders aren't, aren't going to exist in five to 10 years. Why? Why wouldn't and, they? And then I asked them, I said, why, why do you say that? Oh, because ChatGPT can stub out code. Yeah. If you put in the prompt, you put in the input and the desired output, it's going to spit out what you're telling it to. We're, we're talking yeah. about the Terminator age when we're talking about these robots just walking around the office and doing our jobs for Free us. will? It's yeah, that's a little different. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Common. I mean, it's... um. I don't, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I, I believe that we have placed the nefarious intent of AI and technology on the wrong thing. It's not the technology. It'll never be the technology. It'll always be the asshole using the technology. Right. That's right. the problem, though. Like when you made nuclear bombs... Like, yeah. Don't nuclear... make nuclear bombs. Yeah, but, realize, but they already did. I know. And like they already made this technology and then, you know, it's going to grow and they're going to find, you know, people, the minute it comes out, there's people that use it for good, people that use it for evil. And then, you know, they advance. I, I usually, agree. You know, yeah. the evil usually advances quicker and then yeah. they catch it, them. It doesn't closer. play by the rules. Yeah. yeah. I think they catch I, I, them and make him be the snitch and yeah. figure it out. Yeah, I think that whole AI thing can kind of be attributed to or like can use like an analogy where like, you know, the money situation, right? Money makes you more of what you already are, right? So like if you're That's a good a person, point. Like if, if money make, if, if you're a good person and you have more money, you probably do more good things. But if you're a bad person and you make more money, you're probably worse things. That's right? a different kind of plumbing. I right. believe that if you are a conduit for good things and you're trying to affect change and you're acting authentic, money will come your way just like it would if you removed a clog in a pipe. It needs to go somewhere and it's going to go where it's going to be facilitated the easiest. And I know that seems like does, it shouldn't apply. It's a different concept. But in my mind, it makes sense because nothing is static. Everything changes. And if there's a manner with which to get it to flow to you, I can only imagine that if you're removing clogs and doing things that are right, it's going to flow to you faster. It really is. And I think that that also works with business. Right. Right. I think that when you have the drive that you guys have, because we're not focusing on children, we're not paying attention to our youth. 
We're not showing them that they're good the way they are and that they can invent a different kind of future. Right. Right. And when you're putting the intelligence in their hand at an early age, you're giving them a chance to map out things that we never would have had. Yeah. And not because we could have, because, I mean, who's going to map out anything when we only had push button phones? Right, right. Right. But giving them that roadmap early allows them to identify their creative space. Absolutely. They don't have to be coders. Yeah. They can just, Learn that coding showed them they liked solving problems. Yeah. That's the yeah. thing is the problem solving is, that's a, that's a great, good point because, you know, I work with 18, 19, 20 year old kids and I do the back in my day shit all the time. But like, if that phone can't immediately get you the answer, they have no fucking idea what plan B is, like how to fix whatever. It's mm. like, yeah. you know, discuss it, talk to each other. Like, oh, they don't have like experiences to draw from that didn't require the technology in the first place. Mm. And it's like, you know, how you were saying, like, they're just fucking around on the phone all day and it's like rotting their brain as opposed to like, you know, it's how, it's how you present it and right. when you present it. I think like if you tell a kid broccoli sucks and just force them to eat it as a kid, like they're going to already start thinking like, I don't mm. want this. This is bad. Like, you know, but if you're like, it's delicious. Like, yeah. everybody Suggestion wants is a bitch. Yeah. Like, we don't realize how much influence words have over our life. And just telling a person that piano is difficult, they're already going to approach that activity with hindrance. They're going to feel they can't do it. It's going to take them longer. Imagine, though, if they were never told and they just walked up there and started hitting it. Well, then they're going to do something completely different. I think that we do that to our kids the same way. We give them limitations. We give ourselves limitations like yeah. that. Yeah, I, th I think, like, I was just telling him before we started that you know, my best friend was over and he's got a stepson named Code whose favorite class is coding. And uh, my niece was there. She's, she's, she's nine and she loves coding too. And I don't know shit about coding. And I'm like a pretty smart guy, you know, and like they're telling me stuff in words I've never heard before. And they're nine and eight years old. And I'm like, fuck, they just weren't intimidated by it. Right. You know, no, because and, it's normal for them. Yeah, yeah. And they're like breaking it down and telling me how Roblox is like works and right. the codes. And Why shit. do you think boomers are freaking out? They're not freaking out, but for anything that they don't, they understand, don't understand, understand what's going on in the world. It. Yeah. They, I have no clue. They, yeah. They, like if they, they look at their phone and they're like, there's five applications on here. So they, they don't know how to navigate. We kind of got to back off on them in that regard because they're looking at, I, I say this a lot, that in their generation, a picture is worth a thousand words. That doesn't apply now. A picture would be a thousand things made by a thousand people, and it is just something you cannot trust right. at all. But you hand it to, you know, Pearl or Gertrude at Publix, and she's reading her phone on social media, and she sees a picture of, I say, Hillary Clinton having an octopus baby. Well, she's going to tell the lady at the register, I saw it. It had an octopus baby. Don't tell me no different. I'm telling you. Randy, you tell her. You know, and that's, they believe it in their heart of hearts. Right. They're telling you no matter what. <laughs> Our admin's over here laughing hysterically at my stupid accent. Yeah. That's, that Did was, I get it right, though? No, it's true. Yeah. That, was, that was a public conversation. Yeah, that, was, that was pretty good, man. <laughs> Public's up there, right? No, yeah, Zephyr Hills <laughs> outside of Tampa. <laughs> I grew up in the country, man. I've heard these conversations a yeah. lot. And I'm not saying that. People uh, uh, over a certain age are ignorant or anything like that, but you only know what you know, mm -hmm. what you've experienced or what is in your day-to-day -day life. You know, there's nothing better than these memes and shit that you see where people are like, taught my boss making 600000 a year how to do a spreadsheet today or a PDF. And it's like, dude, 
coding or whatever you're doing today will be a PDF to somebody else one day. Yeah, me. Well, (laughs) but you know what I mean, though? Yeah, that's like, I'm decent with technology, much more than like my father who still has a flip phone. But like, when you go to that next level, it's (laughs) like, no clue. The tears are insane. You're either in the halfway analog universe or all full-on meta crypto. Like, you only see the light of day when you take that fucking headset off. (laughs) Absolutely. Like, we're in a weird generation. How old are you? Uh, 33. Yeah, so he's 10 years younger than me. So, like, I was in that, had a pager in high school, didn't get a cell phone to college. I didn't have an email address till I was in college or uh, ever use a computer for anything except, like, DC's quest for tires and not in Commodore 64 and like wrote a couple papers. But Holy shit. BC's quest for tires. It took me a second yeah. to, to break that out. You don't know what the fuck that no. is. It's a floppy disk. But yep. like, it was the BC characters from the comic. Yeah. I had a, uh, you know, a teacher in my freshman year that was like, I'm going to email you guys your assignments and we have to walk across all the campus. Like, I'm like, no one's ever going to do this. Just hand me a damn piece of paper. Why do I have to do that shit? Oh, you were that old person at that moment it was resisting not, it was the change. 90s, you know, it was like we didn't have, no one had an email address yet. Uh, we got that dot unlv.ed, like long email address. And then they assigned you your password. It was like 47 letters. <laughs> like you'd lose it. <laughs> you had to code your password. You did. It was like 13 thing. And like you'd lost it immediately because you didn't have anywhere to store it. Couldn't store it in your phone. Nothing. You wrote down a little piece of paper in your dorm room that was just nothing but like, Fucking beer cans and... Oh, yeah, that post-it was wore the fuck out. Yeah, gone. You mean... But that's crazy because <laughs> it wasn't that long ago, like, in the grand scheme Dude, of Dude, that's one of the things. All of this stuff is changing so fast. It, now, given that thought process that everything is changing that fast in technology, in your franchise, in Code Ninjas, are you guys working on staying ahead of the changes and getting new information on what's you know, the newest method for working on this type of program and, and filtering that down to the yeah. kids. Yeah. So we're, we're pretty in tune with the time. So, we, you know, kind of working in the technology space, they understand that technology is probably the industry that probably iterates and changes the most compared to like, I don't say construction, right? Construction is mm-hmm. a very mature. Yeah, uh, buildings industry. are still square. They've pretty been much. doing that stuff for <laughs> hundreds and thousands of years, right? So they, they, they've kind of perfected the, you know, the, the algorithm, so to say. But for technology, right? Six months, Six months ago, it could be doing something completely differently because a new, a, a new solution came out. Chad GPT came out. Um, another stack came out. Who knows? Um, so you have to iterate. But at the end of the day, fundamentals remain the same, right? So like when you're doing object-oriented programming, um, if you're doing front-end with like JavaScript, HTML, CSS, things of that nature, right? The framework typically is the same. Um, the time it gets a little bit kind of wonky is when you start talking about Web3 and decentralized applications. That mm. kind of has like a different, you know, uh, method to its madness. But at the end of the day, um, the Code Ninja's brand itself, uh, we, uh, you know, I want to say me, but they, um, uh, re, re, uh, we, we're actually in partnership now with Microsoft directly. So our curriculum is in, is in tandem That's with excellent. Microsoft. Um, so actually our first, the, uh, five belts. So all the way up to green belt, um, we do everything in Microsoft make codes, so everything, whether they're doing the front end, they're doing the make code blocks, they're doing the JavaScript, everything up to before they get into object oriented programming or doing unity coding in the back end. Um, we do everything with, in, in partnership with Microsoft. So having that unique, um, you know, uh, relationship, if you will, that's kind of built in or baked into our curriculum kind of allows us to have a competitive advantage in the marketplace. Because you look at other coding schools like iCode and all these things, you know, what they do is great. 
Um, but in terms of what we're doing, we're the only ones that have the brand recognition and our CSTR, Computer Science Teacher Association, kind of compliant because our curriculum was designed around that. So that pretty much it goes to our program that they're being at the national standard. They're, they're almost getting certified Microsoft before Basically, they're freaking. Pretty much. Pretty that's much. pretty cool. It's pretty, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty damn cool. And, um, and it's not in a way where it's like, it, I hate to attribute it to like another, like, um, you know, business model, because I think there's a solution for everything. But for example, what we do, we're not a tutoring center, right? We don't come in and we just sit there and we look at math problems all day long, right? What we do is we're a learning center. So we do is we, we bring kids in. Uh, we have about one coach sensei for about every five to seven kids, depending on their level and age groups. And what we really do is we want kids to work on their stuff. So it's independent. It's self-paced. Um, you work on your own modules. There's no competition in terms of like, hey, who's doing this faster? You work on your own stuff, right? But if you get stuck, right, we want someone like, you know, Jimmy, who's been with us for six months, right? Um, he's a yellow belt. And then, you know, Bob comes in. I like that. You know, Bobby comes in and he's, you know, fresh, you know, uh, he's, he's a brand new student. He's the first level, you know, level one uh, white belt. He gets stuck on something. We want the kids to learn to take, you know, take initiative or have that kind of like, hey, you know, take it upon themselves to help another kid. And that's a skill that we're, we're uh, teaching kind of, you know, under the hood, right? So we don't, we don't necessarily say that we advertise. We teach leadership and, uh, excuse me, leadership and um, team building skills. But that's kind of the whole crux, kind of the whole uh, fundamental basis of yes. our program. Because like technology, like technology inherently, you know, segregates us, right? Because you you go, um, mm. you go out to eat, right, in a restaurant. What happens if you're sitting there waiting? Everyone's on their phones. No one communicates with each other. I remember back in the days when we used to go to Don Pablo's or whatever, sit down and talk. All the other kids would play with each other while they're waiting, you know, parents will strike a conversation up with someone else. Mm. Nowadays, nobody, it's, like, it's kind of like a lost art, like Bro, human I, emotion, yeah, communicating with people. The QR code in the to menu. get your menu, right. and get your whatever. Right. Waitressing. Like, I don't know what I did in the bathroom before phones. Like, right. I used to read the air freshener can. I did the same. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading like those weird, you know, yeah, all made, all made in Cincinnati. I remember that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you forget your phone, you're like, you're oh fucked. God. Like, yeah. all I have is my what phone. Read the wet wipes. Yeah. Hey, especially if it's one of those you're in the bathroom for like 30 minutes. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Dude, I just waddle. I'd be lost. everything. I'd be lost like a billy goat, man. I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. What did we do, man? Also, you had magazines that were like definitely suspect on what was on them. And like after a while, That's like, true. like did, did the shower just get on there? Yeah. Or did someone have bad aim? Like, why is it all wrinkly? Oh, yeah. When the when the uh, magazine has like a, 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 Actual, it looks like terrain. Yeah, <laughs> it's, been, it's, it's, been, it's, it's been used. <laughs> I don't want that one. Yeah. Did you know that it's your uncle, yeah. like peeing, like half asleep? Yeah, and that's funny. all that that top page is on there. It's just kind of yeah, magazine. Like it's crazy that like, reading Sports Illustrated. You know, oh no, you don't get the swimsuit issue. Just uh, throw that one away. Yeah, I'm not. You never <laughs> touch another man's swimsuit issue. No. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that, that, that's, that, a, that's, that's a, a no-go.
technology has has come to such a integrated point in our minds, our everyday activities, because you're talking about the phone. But at the end of the day, I feel like we're already artificially intelligent. I feel like we gave that away as soon as we put the phone in our hands, because I guarantee there are day-to-day activities that you can't do without grabbing that to supplement. And you're using it as a method to gain knowledge lifetime. And it's locked up. It's your mind. You know what you're putting in it and asking it for. It locked up like you were locked out of your house yesterday. And I thought, shit, but but like the shit didn't (laughs) work and like couldn't get in. No, I 100% understand what you're saying. You know, but I think that the phone has become so integrated with us. Our technology is so integrated with us. It's actually just an extension of our own mind, but with its ability to compute. Because we trust it so much. If, I, if you're handing me your phone and I was able to open it, fucking eyes would go like this big yeah. and immediately feel invaded from every direction. Oh, hell yeah. Like, yeah. I don't even like when, like I'm showing someone a picture and I like take they the phone. Fuck. No, don't why scroll you? left. You'll see my poop pic that I sent to my buddy because it was really huge. Well, like, why do you need to hold me? <laughs> <laughs> you know? oh, it's weird because like everything, everything's in there. Dude, it was like 16 inches. Yeah. Wow. Well, that'll show everybody. That's man. But everything's the fact your... that you can produce that is impressive. Yeah, that's oh, God. yeah, that's <laughs> I'm kind of envy you, man. That's, that's a, well, that's, that's a once in a, right you don't you don't send everyone. That's like a yeah. once in a that's lifetime. That's when you eat once nothing a... but bunt cakes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got one for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, we've one... eat seven in a row. That's what oh, you get a really long. You, you leave a bunt cake. Yeah. <laughs> it's even a mink. Oh man, it's <laughs> sixteen inch dookie coming right out. Oh, oh man, dude, what were we talking about coding a minute ago? Uh, man, <laughs> snakes on a plane. <laughs> Worst <laughs> sequel ever. Was it a sequel? There was a part two. No, I mean like, or you know, parody. Oh, was there? What was the? Well, snakes on a plane is a real movie. Yeah, what's the other one? Uh, I was just talking about the different oh, the types. Poop. <laughs> yeah. The Alabama brown snake that you just fucking described. Oh, yeah. I know him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our, our admin is a female. <laughs> Caroline is sitting here listening to us talk about poop talk. And she's grinning like an eight-year-old boy on the playground listening to two people, like, cut each other down. <laughs> yeah, his <laughs> were too after squeezing out that 17-inch poop. <laughs> <laughs> that that's one that you have to like wipe your forehead after. That's, you sweat oh, constantly, man. no matter what you're doing. I do, man. When it's hot outside, I fucking hate or it. When it's 17 degrees and my arm hairs are sticking, I laugh hard, <laughs> dude. I live life to its fullest. <laughs> if you're not sweating, you're not trying at life. <laughs> so coding. Yeah, this coding thing. The, the Microsoft thing. Yeah. Are, is that like? Are you raising green bubblers? Like, are you like, oh, are, are, are these like guys that are going to like fuck up my group chats later on in life? And like, I can't send them a PDF and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, the, the iPhone army, right? The Apple army against the. It's the, just the practical Android, to uh, use. It's not even really against. It's yeah. kind of like we just watch you guys exist and go, why? You're on, you're, <laughs> you know, like, like, it is, like, they just like inconvenient shit. Yeah. It's like, just jams everything up. I guess, man. I guess it depends. I bet there's legit divorces out there. Over I mean, I, if, I, if, I, if I text a girl and it turns green, That's I don't it. care how hot she is. I just hit delete. Wow. Damn. <laughs> man, I, man, that's that's a that's a level of confidence and standard that I've never been able to have in my single days. There's always wow. a bigger story. They're either broke. This, 
or they have some like contrarian views on everything, like things like conspiracy <laughs> theories, the or man. they're like a coder or whatever. They're way too smart for me. Yeah. So I think you hit the nail on the head. There is a group of Android users that are tinkerers and they like to get behind things. They like to fuck with the apps. They like to make shit. They like to go jailbreak this and do that. That group, they're going to be there. But then there's the other group that pretend like they're trying to, the Android phone is cool, but they're not using it for anything cool. And it's just fucking up their life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they wish they had an iPhone. Yeah, it's kind of contrarians. Yeah. contrarians. Yeah. Like, I work in television. There's like four on every set that just fucked the whole thing up. Guy's name's Dylan. I'm, 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 you know. <laughs> Fuck you, Dylan. Yeah. I, I got Dave, Chris, and Dylan. We're going to shoot some stuff in a couple of days in Poor Chicago. Dylan. And like, here's all the information you need. Like, can't just send it here. I got to email it to Dylan because you can't get fucking PDFs. And then if I try to send it, James' whole thing, try to send a picture, just a regular picture, like. He gets it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a, a, minute, a minute long 480 video. Nah, that's not going through. Zero. Yeah, I've got a ton of, I, yeah. it, full disclosure, I've got several texts to you that have a nice big red block that yeah. said not delivered. And they'll be like, that's not on my end because my end is better. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah. yeah. If I mean, your work is coming through an Android, you get plausible deniability to not do like a third of your work because <laughs> it never arrived. We, we're, we're railing on you right now. No, no, sorry. No, I mean, just, no offense. Second, see, my thing is that people that, that, that support an iPhone, right, they support it because that's what they always use, right? Yep. But when you go, when you look at the, you know, outside, if you look at the technical boundaries on why you, get, you guys get the green bubbles, why you don't do it, it's not because of us. It's because Apple puts those restrictions because Apple doesn't play well with anybody. You're you right. You try to have an Apple device and you try to hook it up to your entire smart home, right? It's gonna, it's a pain in the ass. Or if you try to integrate it with, let's say, Google Home and your phone or, or your iPhone, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard because Google doesn't. I mean, excuse me, Apple doesn't play well with us. Why is Apple not playing well and not Google not playing well? Maybe it's Go the other way around. Google plays fantastically. You can integrate Google <laughs> products, Google Pixel. So you can you can you can hook up the entire spectrum to. Oh Google no! Suite. I had one Android phone and I had to fucking restart that thing like every ten minutes. And I was like, I'm done. I so, wanted to punt it. Yeah. So, so I, I can't speak for every kind of Google or Android phone, but if you use the newest Google Pixel, well, right? I make all my calls from an Amazon Fire tablet. Yeah. Is that the right Android to use yeah. for my phone calls? I don't even think I don't even think Amazon <laughs> tablets run on Android. I think they run. They do. They do. Yeah. Are you sure? Like the one that like the screen. I guess I, I think they have a different. I, oh, do I, they have their own I, API I, I, now or I, I, their own uh, their own you know operating system? Operating system. Yeah. I think they have their own you know shebang. But, um, anyways. You know, if, if the green bubbles bother you, I would say let's let's make a petition and let's go to Apple and let's get those changed because now Google's actually implemented something on like their whole rich chat service, whatever. Sure. Now we get notified when you guys are or iPhone users. So like right now, if it's a if it's an Android user, uh, I get like this little, the other this, way this little yellow text. So they're like, oh, you don't want to play? You don't want to play? Well, that's fine. Now it's yellow. We'll throw it back. Yeah. Yeah. So we get a we get a little. Oh, it should little be the yellow. other way. Them telling us about you. Yeah. I don't like this, dude. You guys pulled the yeah. card easy on us. Yeah, man. Uh, I, could tell. I feel like it's hard to go to war against Google, man. I think I think Google and size war than anything. Oh, it probably is. Yeah, I mean, Google literally controls all the fucking information in the whole entire world, basically. Yeah. Who would have thought that we would ever be sitting around as adults talking about something oh, yeah, called G-O-O-G-L-E 
is the holder of all information. It's like world. if you can't Google something, you're not fucking figuring it out, probably. Like 99% of people. Did you say fingering it out or figuring it out? Yeah, well, you, <laughs> like, what are you doing with Google? <laughs> it sounds like something you can figure out. Like, that's, <laughs> Just because it's got two O's doesn't mean it ain't be fucking fondling it. But yeah, there's no way. If it's if Google can't solve the problem, it's not being solved. Like He's right. Nine percent of people. <laughs> He's right. Yeah. That's why I was saying earlier we're artificially intelligent. Yeah. You know how many people that fucking pretend to be smart now because they have a cell phone in their hand and they can Google something. I'm not saying that using information that way, but they will claim that it's their own knowledge, and you know they read it five minutes ago because it came from the same New York Times fucking best of this list. <laughs> we but all find on Google. before they would have read it in a book or somewhere else, probably too. So, but. Like, everyone just didn't read that. This is true, but... And before, shit, you wanted to know, like, the capital of Rhode Island. You had to walk around and ask people, or you had to get to the library. Or you just knew it was, what, Providence? Whatever it is. I'm just saying a random random fact, right? Like, you had to go to the library and find an encyclopedia or a book on that topic or ask people until someone... Oh, you did, and you could lie. Oh, and that's another thing. Then you had to ask somebody until you found that guy like that. It was really convincing, but it was completely. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you guys remember like the, the, the pre Google Maps when everyone had to use MapQuest? Oh yeah. <laughs> How many accidents happened? You were reading shit out. You had to print that shit out before you going. Yeah. Well, before you had to go get the fold out <laughs> fucking map. <laughs> Never ever could you fold it back the way you got. No. Zero. It rips. You're just like trying to get in the glove box. You're kicking in there with your feet and shit. But, oh man. And in LA, we said the Thomas Guide. Like when I started working television, and it was like a binder, and it would like you get to like the edge. And it wouldn't be the next page. It would be like somehow like seven pages later where it would like wouldn't make any sense. It just sense. didn't go together. It didn't, you know. And then, <laughs> what, what is it? Uh, Billy Madison where he's like, uh, no, Tommy Boy when he's like crossing state lines. And oh, like, yeah. The, the next map. <laughs> it's like, but that was, just, yeah, shit. Like even the other day when I was coming over here and I was getting no reception, I was like, I don't fucking have any idea where to go now. Yeah. When there's no reception, yeah. we fall apart at the fucking seams. Sure do. When did that happen though? Like, because it wasn't long ago that none of us had this shit. You don't pay like attention. When, when phones got smart. Right? And we like fucking got stupid. Like, immediately we said, fuck thinking. Like, thank God somebody else is doing it for me now. Yeah. I used to think, like, going somewhere, you re- you subconsciously remember, like, oh, it was a left at the blah, blah, blah. Like, you'd be. Yeah. Your phone was the same left in 100 feet, whatever. Like, now I have. Except for the uh, hospital, like the mall area, because we went there like nine oh, times yesterday. Um, like, he's not I, I, stop I don't know where to go. I mean, how many times I went over the bridge? <laughs> yeah. Listen but, here, man. The last time I was here, I went over that. How many times did you drive to St. Pete last like, time because you don't know how to turn left? A lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> like, but my hotel is right there, and you have to go. It says, do not enter to make a left turn, or you can only make a right out of the hotel, and it goes right on the bridge. Uh, Howard Franklin. Like, see his <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, He's like, I'm going to be late. He's stuck in gridlock over the water in the oh, middle of oh, nowhere. <laughs> that was the fucking I'm like, worst. How do you turn the wrong way like that? Yeah. And I even asked the front desk, they're like, Yeah, you just got to go out the other one. I'm like, it says, Do not exit. They're like, yeah, Well, technically, the city makes us because we're not supposed to turn left there, but it's the only way. And I'm like, Shitty hotel, man. Well, you got to, well, you can only get in and out on a bridge. It's the, it's right at like the edge. <laughs> and like I'm standing there again. You're like I I, I squashed that. You know, yeah. he's, like, he's in. Fight. Is that where you saying like the Hyatt? It's the Hotel Elba. Also, oh, that sounds familiar. I I'm a familiar with the woman. 
She's high. Oh, but I got a free night because I got oh, stuck in the elevator. Alba? Alba? Alba or Alba? Alba. I thought you said Alba. Yeah, Alba. Oh, Alba. Oh, wow. Right. Dude, suddenly he's like, oh, right. I, said, oh, what? I haven't huh? seen her in any time. <laughs> hey, it's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't seen her forever. Wasn't she in like fucking Honey or something like that back she, in the day? Like no, dancing? A, dude, I think she's actually, her net worth is actually higher now because like she had a kid or whatever and then she went into all these, like, I was reading something. Sold it. No, she had some, no, she, some business ventures or doing some like makeup shit or something like that. But yeah, she's killing it outside of the whole movie industry. Good so. for her. God bless her. Yeah. Do, do whatever makes you happy. Damn. Or, or money in Get free money, like then you can do anything. Use that money to do what makes you happy. Yeah. yeah. As long as you're not fucking like hurting people or, you know, exploiting children for labor or some shit like that. Or like raising an army of like espionage, like hackers, like under the guise of like. <laughs> is this actually some kind of a covert unit that creates future spies oh, like amazing man, like speaking about hackers man there's this one kid that's in my program and like being in this business has really opened my eyes that there are some really smart kids like there's this one kid that came to the program and um you know like when we were doing the tour and you know starting to get to know making sure they were good fit for the program the mom was telling me she was like you know, my son, whatever, I'm not going to say his name, but um, he, he has, he loves technology, but he has an obsession with viruses. What do you mean viruses? So back when, when school was back into full remote, when COVID was at its, was at its height, um, they were doing um, a test at home. And he goes, mommy, some of the questions on my test say bad words, like, you know, F-bombs and stuff like that. She, she came and looked over at the test. And she, wow, these are such inappropriate questions. So she flagged it back to the professor. The professor was like, whoa, this was not my test. Ended up opening an investigation in the school. Mind you, the kid was like nine or 10 years old. Right? Opened up an investigation into how this happened. Like the, the internet, whatever, whatever team, security team tracked it. The IP address came back to her residence. So it was the same kid who took the test, who manipulated the test bank. I don't know how he could have done it, but changed the questions on the, on, on the test bank, right? Pretty much hacked. Just to cause a, a ruckus. Just, just to cause that, right? And so like, like the mom was like, it was kind of like a proud mom moment, but also like I was a little bit upset, but I was like, yeah, my son might have skills. Like that might be a job, like you said, you know, uh, maybe working in the government in some kind of agency, right? Yeah. So you like, with the Bank of America app. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got this uh, credit report that I've been wanting to get taken care right. of. And so when this kid comes in and he does his program, right, he's learning like the, you know, the coding fundamentals and doing all the stuff that we're doing. He's watching at the same time as he's doing this, like videos on YouTube on how to write malware. I'm like, listen, whatever you do, listen, on this computer, you. you don't have you don't have admin privileges or you can't execute a script on the command prompt <laughs> because if you do, you probably blow up my computer. This so guy's like, a future fucking like I have anonymous a, hacker or something. Is, but this is the kind of stuff that motivates me because I'm like, man, like this is come some cool shit because I'm like, <laughs> if these kids are like these kids are genuinely interested in kind of stuff like, the, you know, it is, you know, this kind of like topic. Right. Obviously, you can use it for nefarious things and things to do. <laughs> You know, things wrong. Training supervillains. Training supervillains. <laughs> but like, you know, you can train this, you can train these kids, right, that have like, they're still innocent to a certain degree, right? Yep. And you can put it to good. Right? Like, yeah, you're steering them to good before evil. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can but, see how this would work. Because, dude, kids are geniuses. Yeah. They're naturally geniuses. We dumb them down with society and our rules. Yeah. That's really, it's like yeah. fucking throwing a fire under a blanket and asking it to keep burning. Keep burning. Yeah. <laughs> Programs like this, I mean, like school used to just suck that out of you. Yeah. Like, if you did anything except 
what was on this one sheet of paper. Yes, you're, you're wrong. Fucking right. hallway. Yeah. Shut up. Look forward. Like, right. Don't. Yeah. You First know. piece of technology for me was carbon paper. And it was because in fifth grade, they used to punish us writing multiplication tables. One through 12. You know, one times one is one. One times two is two. All the way through 12 times 12. Mm. Right. It takes forever. Because they want you to just sit there and be punished and do something, you know, ridiculously yeah, mundane. Cool. And you're learning. Like, no, this is just stupid. I can look at the other page where it says the same thing on it. So what I did was I went and got carbon paper and put it in between the page and I wrote it once. And then I turned all the pages in separate. <laughs> and just like that mother, the teacher looked at me mildly proud that I was smart enough, enough. to come up with the idea. And pissed that I shirked the whole situation. Just, you know, like that was like how it should be. Like if uh, technology I, exists, you're here to make me smarter, right? Problem solve, do things like that. If my boss told me I had to write this shit a hundred times, I'm gonna go grab some carbon paper and write it once. <laughs> like that's called efficiency. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we were talking earlier. My friend's a teacher, and I was asking about ChatGPT and stuff. And I think sixth grade, and uh, I'm like, and he's like, yeah, they're already doing it. You know, and I'm like, well, what do you do? He's like, well, we have software that catches them. I'm like, so you're using it to your job, for you, right? And I'm like, isn't that what they're doing? I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, if they're like using that. this tool to write their paper on Moby Dick and it's better than it would have been, like, you can't tell if they did it or not, supposedly. And he's like, well, I could tell, but that's just what proves it. I'm like, I don't know. It's all the same shit to me. Like, you're using a new piece of technology to, or, you know, yeah. more effectively do your job. And like, that kid was too. So like, it's like, well, you know, it could be wrong and X, Y, and so I'm like, then they, you failed. They, it's same if they read the wrong shit of a book or whatever source they use, like if it's wrong. You're, you're hundred percent right. I think the bigger problem here is why the fuck do we care whether or not a kid can talk about a fictionary whale <laughs> or a fictional whale? Why is this the measure of intelligence and life on earth? Yeah. Whether or not you can fucking say, yeah. call me Ishmael or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know what book it was. That was because, <laughs> but it was some shit. Yeah, but, that, but, but it's that, true. That's a great point because not, you, you, you talk about the, the education standard, right, that we have in this country. Look at the, the current generation that's going into the workforce. They can't do shit. They, they virtually have zero skills, right? They almost to a point they don't even know how to wash no fucking clothes, right? And how did that become, right? Because you just, like, the, the, the standard that we set here is so subpar. Like, you compare kids in, like, China and other countries. They're... they're multi-language, they're able to do linear algebra, they're able to do all these kind of things way before we are. I'm going to help you with this. This dawned on me the other day. We forced ourselves into a two-parent workforce country. The kids in other countries have established familial units usually where a grandmother, a mother, family stay together. We put things in this country, we put it under the guise of feminism and said, hey, look, oh yeah, you guys can all go to work. Right? We're going to do this, but we're going to raise the price of everything so you can never go back. Mm. Yeah, I, maybe, but it's also like... Name a mom now that can come home and leave the husband as a single fucking breadwinner and really survive. Yeah, but is that going to... Were they going to be like way more hardcore on the kids and like making them be smart or would they be at home coddling them? Even? No, I'm just saying having that environment where a kid's not raising themselves... Right. Right. For X amount of time a day, they're going from a school system to a latchkey right. until a parent gets home and then, or both parents. So it's like, it's a real huge gap in the experience that it is to be a family mm -hmm. and have that relationship where you can even tell whether or not a kid's doing something or has the ability to do something. 
So he's gone. Yeah, and I'm not saying yeah. women should be at home. I'm saying a parent. Right. Yeah. When you make a one parent home, you have, there are repercussions. Mm-hmm. There has to be. You can't just leave them all. Yeah, I mean, our sure. generation stole everything and fucking ran around like idiots. As soon as our moms went to work, we were like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see the, you know, I think you're right about some of that for sure. I'd like to see like the statistics of the, the countries that are predominantly still like that. Because, I mean, it's hard. It's, yeah. But it's like, are you guys familiar with the concept of generational theory? Have you guys heard of that before? All right, so generation theory starts like this, right? So we talk about our grandparents and our grandparents' grandparents, right? They they didn't have any technology back then. They had, you know, they were extremely skilled. They could, you know, build a house. They could, you know, fix their own plumbing issues. They can go out there and knit their own Carve stuff. wood they like no They can do all this kind of stuff. Extremely skilled, right? But then as extremely skilled people produce extremely uh, useful tools, the next generation that comes under it doesn't need to be as skilled as the, the as their predecessor because they've already made something that makes their life easier. So then if you perpetuate that circle, right, you get to where we're at right now with Gen Z, right? So we've got the millennials, people have their, you know, I'm a millennial itself. I'm kind of like the beginning of the uh, millennial, but I, I consider myself productive, but that's no here nor there, right? So you get to the millennials, right? And each, in each generation, right, they make skills or they make tools that make the next generation's life a little bit easier. So now you look at Gen Z, right? Gen Z has kind of come up in the whole social media realm, right? Where they value pranks and YouTubers and uh, they watch dumb shit all the time and they think that's the cool thing to do, right? So then basically they're not able to do anything, right? They're not able to be productive in society. None of them want to work. I don't want to say not all of them, but I'm saying the, the vast majority, there's, there's, Get off there, my there's, lawn. There, there's a, there's a <laughs> gap in terms of the workforce because people don't want to work. They want to work 10 hours and make $300,000 a year. And they don't want to go to school. They don't want to do anything hard. They want to do something easy. They want to be a YouTuber and they want to make millions and millions of dollars. While some people get lucky, that's not the general course of life for everybody, right? So we're at the bottom. And in generational theory, the bottom gets reset with the hero generation. So in the hero generation, I'm a firm believer is that what they call the alpha gen right now, which is my kids, you know, the kids in the same in the same kind of paradigm or the kind of demographic. And it's the reason why I got into this business, because I'm like stuff that they're learning is subpar. They're like they, they even change the way you do fucking math in school. It pisses me off. Weird shit now. They like go cross. They do all and... this kind of crazy weird shit. I'm like, you can't like it's like the laws of physics. Laws of physics don't change unless you find a new discovery in physics, right? Like that's how that works. Math is the same way. You don't invent something different because that's just how you uh, you arbitrarily do it. But anyway, and there's no reason it's not better or like getting to a solution faster. It's just reteaching something that doesn't need to be retaught. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Back of the hero gen, alpha gen is like if, if this generation is not given the skills to fix the way the world is going right now, because we live in a world like in the misinformation, dark, every like everything you hear on news is dark and gloomy. It's like you turn on, you want you want to get depressed, turn on the fucking news for 10 minutes and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't watch it. Yeah, that that's a great way to fill up your 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 cup with a whole bunch of negativity, right? You you bring up a great point that the alpha generation or the younger generation is gonna have the onus of bringing forward their, you know, a new type of living society because of the way that things are unfolding now. I think that one of the key mechanisms for that to be successful is to have people like yourself who can admit that their skill is going to die and it doesn't mean it's the only way to do things. We've run into a situation generationally where people will get angry at new ways that things are done because it's not the way they did it. And I feel like there's a certain amount of jealousy in that too. I feel like there's generational jealousy where we walked 
two ways to her uphill down uphill to school both ways in the snow with fucking black goggles on or something i don't know right and then but you get to ride you know in this fancy lexus on every other day and blah blah blah. and they're just people angry angry at people that have a new generation of easier up right but aren't we supposed to be doing that we are like we're supposed to be making shit easier not harder yeah. My big confusion about AI is shouldn't that be a great place to pause? Like, don't we let AI be AI and we reconsider what our social, you know, what our fiscal system looks like, how we, you know, move money, do things? Because now you've taken a workforce, 40%, dropped it into the fucking pond and said, you can't make money, but you got to use this. Right. Right. So at what point do we look at all this technology and say, you know what? We deserve a break. Why don't we focus on arts for a while? Why don't we have a new renaissance? Why don't we utilize this time the to get back in connection with ourselves? Because Boston Dynamics has got a guy that's fucking flipping backwards and using a ratchet. Like, I'm cool with that. If Bob doesn't have to do that and fucking come home with four fingers mm-hmm. and still has the ability to support himself, that's a fucking fantastic new I'm world. Good. Right. We have to rethink things. Right. We can't replace things and leave people standing. Right. Right. I think that one of the cool things that could happen in the future for, say, your business or, you know, coding and things like that is to integrate intelligent thought into prompting and helping, you know, people understand that, like you said earlier, a prompt is fucking hard. A prompt takes a lot of work if it's a complex item that you're trying to produce. But it's getting easier too, though. It's getting easier, but it still requires that same artistic skill that he's talking about. For now, but the artistic, you know, it, 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 like anything, it gets less, right? Like, you know, you used to draw and then like tracing paper came out and you could trace and then the boards came out and trace it. And then, you know, the prompts, like right now, you got to be pretty specific and trial and error and whatever. But pretty soon you'll be able to say, just like I want to, you know, a grizzly bear riding a tricycle, like Spy and see, like pretty simple, and it won't come out all messed up. Where you have to, like, you know, now it's like you have to be very specific. I agree with things, you. and that's going to be easier and easier and easier. Arts, writers, anything that requires that kind of skill is really in trouble. Yeah. Right. The prompts that I'm talking about are the ones that he's describing when you have multiple user interfaces and you're trying to figure out how to make them all speak to each other, and you're going to write some code that makes this happen, and that fucking chat GPT prompt looks like what? It's a fucking nightmare. But that's going to get easier, too, in a yeah. way, when it starts but to that's understand the art, all of these different things. Somebody's got to be smart enough to figure out how to make it right. easier, and then make yeah. it so idiots like me can use it, and then it'll be the next thing and the next thing. But right, right. Can you imagine AI paired with quantum capabilities? So like, it's it's two seconds. It's, it's already here. It's, it's right around the corner. So yeah, quantum computers are here, but they're gener- they're going to be generally available starting twenty twenty five, right? So you talk about Gen- generally available twenty twenty five. Pair that with AI, right? And then there's another you know bleeding edge or you know leading edge, whatever you want to call the field that's called OI, right? 
called organoid inside with uh, what the, the bio that, like biomechanical. So, like, so they're like integrating computer with human consciousness. Yeah, biomechanics. So like how, like when you start doing like that's like some cyborg stuff. Yeah, this is Terminator dude. Right? So like you start you start pairing human consciousness with artificial intelligence plus what a quantum computer can do in elastically scale, right? Because quantum computers completely different from what a traditional computer does, right? Zeros and ones binary. It's, either on or it's off. in three D. Right. It's in it's in it's in a zero and a one or it's in both phases at once. Yeah, it horizontally can, scales. It's 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 crazy. So like, like this is this is math. I, I think we don't even understand what what we're in for in the next two three years, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's like so quick. I know I was late to the party compared to like really smart people, but like six months ago or something, I thought I was into ChatGPT faster than most of my friends. I'm like, I got to use this to make some money before everybody catches on to this. And like by next weekend, everyone. Was like, <laughs> What up, Chad? You yeah, see? Like, I thought, like, oh man, like I'm like, no one's gonna know. Like, smart people will, but like, you know, like, got some time, and then everybody I knew within like two weeks was just like, boom. I think on. it levels the playing field for the socioeconomic divides with education that yeah. have been made for so long. It does not make a group of people happy to have a college education that someone else can just type it in and get yeah, an answer yeah. to something, and now. What are you going to say? Because they used a tool, they're not able to have the job? It, they must memorize it? Yeah. That's a fucking antiquated way of doing things. Well, you know what they're saying? Like for like, you know, the realm that, that I work in and being a programmer or whatnot, they're saying that if you like, I think there was a statistic that came out. It was like last week. It was like 62% of all code that's been checked in over the course of this year um, since ChatGPT came out is AI generated code, right? Yeah. So if you're not, Using if you don't join it, right? You're right. You're you're gonna get beat, right? So it's either join them or get lost behind. We're either gonna use these tools and you're, you're gonna understand how it's gonna make your life better or make our lives better, right? Or you're just gonna fall behind the wayside. And then obviously, when there's good, there's bad, right? Obviously, people are gonna try to break it. There's people that are coming out with like you know other large language models that are you know trying to do nefarious things. And that's like you said, we have to adapt. We have to change our philosophy because if we don't change, it's a different frontier that we're, we're coming yeah, across only right the now. Bad guys got it. At right. that point, we have to change. It's we can't like apply playing basketball with football rules. Exactly. The fucking work. Yeah. Like it just doesn't work. And we have to understand that. We've got to slow down, take a look, and realize that still at the end of the day, it's the intent. The user intent is where it fucking ends. Right. You don't have somebody that's got a nefarious intent on the front end of that keyboard. Yeah. The back end is not going to spit out shit. Yeah. Yeah, you think cyber warfare is crazy now? Imagine it three, with quantum. Yeah, the, the qu quantum is a real problem because what a quantum computer can solve is like typical encryption, right? It's like a two fifty six RSA encryption that's like used to encrypt, you know, passwords and stuff like that. A normal computer takes I don't know like thousands of years in order to process that encryption model. <laughs> a quantum computer will process that in a matter of in, in a matter of seconds, right? And so you're talking about like these like standard encryption algorithms that are used for like typical like you know, industrial or even, you know, uh, public sector systems and stuff like that can be solved and it can be hacked quickly. So like the whole thing, I'm, I'm not a cyber guy. By no, no. So like I can't speak to all like the practices, but I'm just thinking, I'm like, will you introduce quantum and quantum mechanics or in quantum computing into time alone changes stuff? the game? Man, that, 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 that is a deep feel. So if you're thinking stuff's going away because of AI, I'm telling you, there's, it's, it's, it's a new frontier, which means new opportunity to be, to be, to be seen and to be, you know, um, you know, taken part of. A computer is looking at information like this. A quantum computer is looking at computer information all the way around it. 
Like where you would have a flat line of numbers before, now you have numbers that can go infinitely out. Yep. It's all so crazy. the calculations are fucking it's, insane it's, and it's limitless. So I mean, it's, and it's quantum. And apparently now we're fucking figuring out that it's not even. Here's the thing. This shit's been around. Yeah. We say this all the time. You release the shit that you're going to make money on. You don't release the top-notch item. You release the one that has the predecessor, or the, not the predecessor, but the next one in line. You've got 20 stacked up over here. That quantum computer's probably got dust and says Hewlett Packard on it by now because it's been in there so long. Like, they've got something much further than that. Right. Like, we know this. So they don't give us quantum computing without having some other fucking laser-minded whatever. <laughs> There's so many players in the game now that yeah. if you don't put it out, the other guys are going to try to get I get you, that. So they're going to put it out. But they aren't going to give quicker. you the, you know, the sorcerer's stone. Not yet. But, like, <laughs> it's getting, you know, things are flipping so quickly now is some, somebody's going to do it. You know, if you're a Pulit or whatever, IBM, the big dog and the smaller dog has that, they're not going to wait for you to put it out. Like, they're going to put it out, try to beat you. And then, they, you know, it's like. Well, the TVs now are literally just paper. They're like, roll up. You can take a TV, roll it up like a fucking poster in the 90s and you. walk around with it. Well, now they got the glasses and, like, it's going to be your full range of vision. I, so it doesn't matter, like, how big your TV is because you can only see so much. But when you have the glass, it, it's going to be like a 100-foot wide TV. And Here's a thought. Look around you at all of the things that we decorate our homes with. Yeah, Walls, cool. all this stuff. We, we put different designs of different things, and we can only do it once. Yeah, not anymore. We live right. in it. Imagine yeah. if you walked into somebody's house and they had a set of transparent glasses that allowed you to put it on. And they could pick what the theme of the home is oh, yeah, for now. No, for art galleries, I just saw one in France where I believe you, it. You just put the goggles on, and like twenty different people are walking through the gallery, looking at a different gallery. That's the thing. Like, so imagine yeah, you want to party in your house, you put it in a. Now it's a fucking club because all the walls are now black and have stars on them going around. Right? If we can do an NFT, you know, you can make an NFT fucking palatable for a, you know, a boomer. Just put a frame around it, and put it on a wall. That's all you got to do for those fuckers, and they're okay. Oh, okay, okay. 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 <sighs> all right. You know, because, like, I just got Procreate on my iPad, and, like, I've been yeah, having a lot of fun with that, but I still go bomb shit and, like, hit walls and hit... Two different like, urges. But it's, like, the younger kids don't know about having, like, a physical notebook and, you know, and, and writing, and, like, if you don't. fuck up that, and, you know, you're done. Like, you've been painting this thing all day, and you just fucked it. And you're, like, there's nothing to come... You know, it's, like, I yeah, start over or whatever. And, but should they? I mean, no, I don't know. I mean, I don't. That's my question. I'm like, I don't. Am I mad that they don't have to do it because I did? No, I'm just saying, like, we're in the middle, like, where I mean, I like 
having a physical thing has like some benefits and some yeah. like the fact that it's a one-off thing and it's got imperfections which make it you know different than if everything just be perfect and any you know I don't know maybe it's not no I'm I'm with you I actually saw somebody say the other day that um if you have ADHD which is essentially a breakdown in executive functioning mm-hmm. you know to a certain degree you have to uh, one of the best things you can do is not use technology to manage your time in any way, shape, or form, you go back to the old school little memo pad in your pocket and only use that for any of your scheduling, any of your items you need to do. Always just use that. Never put it on your phone. Never put it in an email. Boom, right there. And always in your pocket. And you will come back together. That's what fucks me up. I, I, I've been doing television shows for 20 years and I have a huge bin of notebooks from every show. And I had the same meet five-star notebook every show. Kept everything in one notebook, and I was good. Now, I'm fucking late. It's like, it's on, <laughs> he sends me a calendar invite on one thing, work, one job sends on another, one job sends on another. It's in three different but emails. At what point is it too much? Huh? At what point it is, is it too it's much? Right now, it's too much. I can't keep control of my, when I check my email inbox after today, and not going through and just constantly removing dumb shit, there'll easily be 100 emails in there. That's too much. Yeah, I got right now. I cleaned this out last night at midnight. I got 671 emails today. And, wow. you know, one of those is a junk one. So, three one. some of those. One, one so email one, or one box? One email. So, like, <laughs> 350 of those I'll just erase out. But there's like 300 that and in there, 100 of those I need. Wow. I, did we fuck up in when we day? took away the phone call? Yeah. Like, nobody wants to get called now. Oh, I hate it. But yeah. the call does solve things a fuck ton faster than anything. It does if you're and not having to do four things. I'm like, ah, well, I'll just shoot him an email. But I'll how long text. does it take for the problem to be solved by email Email versus a phone call? Well, if you have to solve it in over like a group of 100 people need this information or I if I'm it. like at work doing one thing and like I can't sit there because there's always one person on that call that ain't got shit to do. That's just stringing out the call, you know, and like, I'm on these Zooms and like, I'll get a call five minutes later. Like, hey, did you handle ABC? I'm like, motherfucker, you just were staring at me. <laughs> you were looking at me. Like, we all had to be looking at each other. That's not a weird expectation. When in business was it a, a thing that you had to do a meeting and still have to do your work so you could still stay mildly caught up with what's going on in the world? With your job, it's a and I gotta look at you at your at your fucking house. I'm my, like, why am I? Why do I have to look at you? And That's now, another, con- and now, conference calls don't work at all anymore. You can't you stuck all over each other because you can't see each other. Right. So now it's just like a fucking disaster. That too. So we're back to that uh, sh- that chat line you called in the '90s with like 30 people on it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy, and it's like now. And AI is going to be introduced into that. Like people's assistants aren't real people anymore. Yeah. Like they're fucking virtual assistants that are, or they're like, yeah. you know, Caroline's like, not real. Yeah, she's like she's fake. She's like, we don't know this. She's actually she's bioengineered. It's like bio, small she's cyborg. She's a cyborg. But that was yeah. a robot. We went with the uh, we went with the country edition. Mm. Hey y'all. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> y'all. Hey y'all. <laughs> We got the Toy Story edition, Jesse. <laughs> it, it's, it's just, like, it's coming, though. Like, it is. The, oh, you'll be able to buy a friend named Jesse. Yeah, they're they, they do we'll know you. they're having, like, those those, those artificial, like, oh, those humanoid uh, humanoid type of people that they're, like, they're injecting them with, with AI. Annabelle dolls. Yeah, or... <laughs> like, these, like, these, 
like biochemical, bioorganic, whatever kind of material they're using, and they're creating these kind of like characters. What? Like standing people, like made with like real human, emo- not human emotion, but artificial intelligence to like have normal conversations. So like you could buy that person to be, like if you live by yourself, you could buy this person to be in your Buy house a mark and just, and just get, like hang yeah, out you with can them? talk to guys. <laughs> so, how was your day? Well, my day was blah, 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 blah. Like it's like. And does he talk like that or? I'm, I'm sure you can probably program it. Like, oh, you can probably program it. I want to Ice Cube. Ice Cube? Um, <laughs> I want Ice Cube yeah. hanging out with me, yeah. watching TV, well, like, like me and him. Yeah, we want to get free. Narrating your life. But, like, you know, all, all these oh. young girls got their OnlyFans yeah. and they're texting all the dudes and think they're winning right now. But when them Japanese people get those dolls a little bit better. Oh, man, John, OnlyFans. Yeah, like, sorry, like yeah. you thought you were just killing it with your, you know, nine ninety nine, But like now, you know. Yeah, you it's a one time payment, chief. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> this one like, does a lot more than the keyboard. It's like <laughs> people are trying to get a revenge on whole other sexes and like. Everyone's just got to be cool because right now everyone's yeah. trying to like out each other out of like literally, everything. yeah. You know, like I, like I was talking to my friend's daughter the other day. She's twenty years old, and uh, she's like, her concept on how this whole works is just so skewed. No one at that age is thinking at all like married kids, like oh, hell no. whatever. She's like, oh, these just want to fucking well, girls want this. like, and it's just like a transactional thing, and like who wins. Like, oh, I think that was Tinder, man. When you started swiping for tail, I think that was over. Like, these people that it removed any of the emotion from the scenario, it became a transactional item. You just fucking in a numbers game, right? Oh, yeah, you try to talk to a girl at the grocery store now, they think you're fucking crazy, but they will miss yeah. come over to your house or like meet you a random stranger. <laughs> Yeah, they'll you know? they'll show up at Steak and Shake in the back corner of the parking lot to meet you for the first yeah, time. If you're like, oh, I also like that form of lettuce. How you doing? What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> yeah. Fucking weirdo. Wow. Why are you talking to me? What do you mean? Just, that, that's my melon. Yeah. <laughs> the grocery you're store. Like, oh, but I'll not I'll my melon. That's you in that picture, and I will meet you somewhere real weird. Yeah, like it's just <laughs> it's it's crazy. Crazy world out there, man. Gen Z, remember? We're at the bottom. We're at the we're at the bottom curve of the reset. Yeah, I'm I'm an X. Yeah, you're we're the ones here right. to translate like, for you guys. We're the only analog to digital people. It's it is weird yeah. though. Like it's us. We're the great translator. We're helping the old people and the young people talk to each other and make this fucking facilitate a lot easier. Right. Like, like there's our generation's got so many fucking problems too, though. It's like yeah. people aren't handling it that well. We're just grumpy. Yeah, like the fifties. And the 80s were the same almost growing up. Like, right. we had three channels on TV. We rode yeah. bikes. We played football. Like, hung out at your friend's house. Like, didn't have much else that was very different, really. You know, Nintendo. But besides that, like, when I grew up, like, we went outside until someone screamed loud enough for me to have to come no, in. Right. I was yeah. my ass. Me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I think my generation was, like, the last era of that. Because, like, I, I had the same upbringing. Like, similar to what you said, like, you didn't have a, you know, phone until you were in high school, et cetera. It's like, I didn't have a phone until... I was in ninth grade versus high school, right? But when I, when I was growing up, we played outside. We didn't come home until the streetlights turned on, right? Because nobody wanted to be in their house. It sucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we did have PlayStation, and right the, the 96 PlayStation came out, and we had Sega Genesis and stuff like that. Oh, Tekken. But, dude, Ooh. Tekken was a shit. But that's, like, one of the first video games, like, my college roommate got that in, like, 97. And, like, that was, like, you know, I play a little tech mobile and shit, you know. But Back that's, the like, the one that people, like, Got hooked on in our dorms. It's like started staring at. In the army, we used to have fucking out. wars. 
we would sneak away during like weapons cleaning and shit, like four or five of us, and go to my barracks room and just sit in there and play fucking Tekken <laughs> until we get caught. <laughs> like, get back out here. That's how we <laughs> or whoever is in charge would find us and be like, let me, let me get you. We're so far. I got right, next. <laughs> the kids all play these like old ass video games now, right? Like they play Roblox and like yeah. uh, Fortnite and Minecraft. Like, what happened there? Like, they, your opinion because it went to like crazy graphics and like shit which is still there and, you know what? and now they're like oh. irony I, I, I don't understand the concept of why this Roblox stuff is like is like virtual crack for these kids but it is because it's like even some of the camps that we run we do we do uh, Minecraft development or excuse me Roblox development we do modding with Minecraft movie making and I think what it is is that these are like large platforms where kids can play different games within a game and they can customize their character to be how they want. And this one game they play, they have shooting fire cannons. The other one, they have this this, uh, this zapper gun and then they can transport and they have this super long, super strong punch. And I think what they like is the the, the creativity and the customiz- customization aspect of it where they can go in there. And now, you know how to code, like Roblox has its own IDE or integrated development environment where you can go back. Oh, no Ro- shit. You can go on the back end of Roblox and actually code in what their proprietary language is called Lua. And you can build things beyond just the natural dragon. Your own drop. original uh, you, style you things. shit in there. Huh. And, crazy. and that's what a lot of these kids are doing. Is like, sounds like a lot of work, man. I'm all about my Mario running one way across the screen. When you know I'm out of time. It doesn't look like it. It looks very like, like very, very remedial. Yeah. But, but they love irony. Younger generation loves ironic opposites. They just really love something that's doesn't look like it should like it, it, the simpler like the better nine-year-old nieces and nephews like that's they're obsessed and like it's the only thing they want you know yeah. never looked at it once on a screen except for it's, maybe it's hard, it's hard to watch hard to watch man because i'm like dude you have like looks like zelda yeah you can yeah yeah i'm, I'm back in i like zelda characters are like super like yeah their heads look graphics. fucking weird yeah yeah, like, you got to like. It's like a virtual Legos kind of thing. It's like they gave up on fucking creativity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were my. They're phoning it in. She was explaining that to me. Nine about how like make their own games and other people start playing us <sighs> and like it's cool because like now they're playing your shit and like. I want to make my own game. I mean that I thought that was cool. Like when we were kids, like a lot of that creativity when you're poor and you can't just go to the toy store every week. Like you make up some shit, you know. Yeah, we did. Nothing worthwhile when we should have been doing worthwhile. And then says worthwhile, but we made up. Oh yeah, dude, we made up a lot of stuff. I don't know if they make up stuff now. They're having the minds they do, made it's up. It's just different. Like yeah. they don't build it out of like crap in the backyard. They build it out of coding and digital shit. Yeah. They build it out of something that they'll never have their hands on. That's weird. That's, you know what they say? Coding the, is the new literacy, right? It's the new. Like if you're not fluent in it in the future, right? You're probably gonna get that. I'm fucked. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go. Is there an age limit on code ninjas? Um, there is. Yeah, something tells you. Yeah, yeah I have a 46 year old man yeah, with a beard playing code ninjas. Yeah, you're gonna get some kind. Of yeah, I'm gonna get fucking arrested. Yeah, I've been to his, I've been to his place. It's a fucking cool center. The way they have it set up, it's really cool. I looked into it when I found out you're gonna be on. Like, at first I was like, I would never do like coding as a kid, and then I looked at it and I was like, oh yeah, that's fucking yeah. cool. Like, I would definitely been up. Yeah. Because coding, like, you know, we we're talking about earlier, like coding back in the day when I got into it, coding was just like for like, like you're just a nerd. You can yeah. sit there, you're going to read books and you're going to learn how to code. You have no friends. You don't go out in your college days and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, I've, I've typically always gravitated to math, 
in science. That's kind of the person that I was, but I consider myself a pretty hip guy. Like I'm up with friends, I would say, and I'm a pretty cool dad and person in general. But like now it's like over the course of like the last five years, like, oh, code, how do you get into blah, blah, blah. And it's like coding has always been like kind of this whole taboo kind of like industry. It's like you're either in it. It's kind of like this whole fight club, right? Like the first rule of it, you don't talk about it. I and really want to see the Coders Fight Club. Oh, man. Yeah, can, can, can you imagine that shit? So anyways, like... In, in, <laughs> the first playthrough in Halo. Or the robot comes out from yeah. behind you. Yeah. It's got right. like a fucking Octoman fucking arm coming out. Right. Battle bots. Yeah. So like, you know, it was, it, was, it was a super like, you know, nerdy field. And then like, I guess over the last couple of years, it's been more like kind of like mainstream. Like, oh, it's kind of cool. And then... Like you said, like you would have never done it as a kid, but in, if it's if it's cool. taught in a way that's like fun, in a way that's cool, and then it's like generally accepted across like your friends, and yeah, it's going to be something that's going to kind of take off because it's like at the end of the day, it's like kids, right? We have governors as adults, right? Like because we, like we were talking about, we go to school, we we get these breakers and these limits put on us throughout our lives, but as you're still a kid, you're still kind of just floating through life, figuring things out, right? But if you equip them with like coding a skill, like a super like a superpower. And be able to foster that creativity with this kind of skill that they're developing right now. Like, I truly believe the world is their oyster. They can do whatever the hell they want. Not that they have to be a programmer. But the things that we're teaching is structured problem solving, critical thinking, team building. That's all these skills com super important. combined together. And then by the time they get 18 years old, be whatever you want to be. But now you have these skills to go into the real world. And then Nobody's going to tell you what you don't know about coding either. When somebody's, yeah. when you're talking to someone and they're discuss discussing highly technological items that involve what you're discussing if that's something that you learned when you were a kid you're not going to be at the fucking table handling your business as an ignorant ass right you're going to know what they're talking about and not get twisted around the situation i think that that's foundational to be able to find the nuts and bolts and understand the nuts and bolts of the operation is how you get top level executives businessmen creators those people that start in the trenches are 10 times better than the ones that just show up. And the ability to create and not just consume as well. Because right. technology was just, you, no one was creating anything really for a while. They're just picking it and the new one came out, the new one came out. Like problem solving is a huge thing. Like we're talking about this generation, you know, being at the bottom end. I've told this story before, but at my job, we get a refrigerator. Someone buys it off Facebook marketplace and I have two locations that we're filming the show at. So go in and, you know, like fine. We have, we're like using coolers and stuff for, cause it's like, we only work at certain places. So, and, uh, come in, I open it up and all the pops and fuck waters are frozen. And, uh, I'm like, Hey, you know, gotta turn this fucking thing down. Like guys cranked up too much, you know, come in the next day and it's frozen again. I noticed it's only got one door and I was like, this is a freezer. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, like, okay, so someone put a piece of gaff tape on it and wrote freezer on the outside. So you know, I'm leaving and they're filling it again. So for a second, I gave them the benefit of the doubt. Like maybe they turn it all the way down. Just, it's gonna work, whatever. Nah. So again, there the next day, it pops up, fucking exploded again. Water's all frozen. Go, you know, get our lunch break. We come, I come back and there's a fucking table next to it with all the shit thawing out and the kid's fucking filling it again. And I'm wow. like, I'm like, what are, wow. you, what are you doing? You know, it's like, we're, you know, it's part of my checklist, you know, and the production assistants like are kind of do what they're told. And, Step two. You know, and he's like, what, what does it say? He's like, you know, we have to fill a refrigerator like at these certain times of day or like whatever. I'm like, definitely not a refrigerator though, right? We've established that. It says right here, it's clearly not a refrigerator. And I'm like, what's the, what's the process? And like, what's this table for? It's like, well, you know, like 
it, it's everything's frozen. So we put it, I'm like, so this is the thawing table? Like, so there's a system. I'm like, how long do you keep it in before <laughs> you put it out? Like, when does it come out to go onto the thawing table? And this like, one's not ready. They're in fucking timed groups. Yeah, and I'm like, the pops are exploding. So, like... <laughs> Who's the guy that opens the freezer door to check to make sure they're not exploding? He's like, yeah, you know, so I called the other <laughs> kids over here. And I was like, you know about this whole thing? And they're like, yeah, so-and-so said, you know, just we have to do our checklist every day. I'm like, show me the checklist. Clearly says refrigerator, right? And they're like, they're looking at me like, I'm the fucking crazy one. And I'm like, when do you take them out? Like, and so one of the girls goes, well, when they're frozen. I'm like, you wait till it's frozen? Like, you know, like you check and like squeeze it and like, oh, it's still liquid. Put that back in there. Frozen (laughs) can of Coke and a sandwich. Yeah, and then I get like, had to get a HR like talking to because they like too harsh. And I was like, I didn't yell. I didn't call them stupid. Like I was just like, please explain this to me so I, I, I can understand it, you know? And it was just like. That's protecting the ignorant. It, 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 it is. And then Man. like we had, to, we had to print out this number 10 for one of our sponsors and they had like this cricket machine, right? And it had, I forgot how wide it had to be. And the papers, let's just say it would only print 20 inches wide and we needed it to be 24 inches or whatever. Come back the next day, there's fucking vinyl all over the place. And like, they're on the phone. They're trying to figure it out. And I was like, what's the problem? And I'm like, it's a one and a zero. Print out the one. And then on the other paper, print out the zero and put them next to me. And then it'll be wide enough. Like, they couldn't get that either. They're trying to print out one sheet. And I'm like, where's the zoom? Yeah. Using their hands on a piece of paper, trying to make it bigger. Yeah. And there's another thing we had to print out. And they're like, you know, they call the print company or whatever. I'm like, how far is that? Like, we got to get this on, you know, it's on a, uh, you know, a mat that we're filming. It's like a million dollar sponsor and it goes to air without it. We lose all that money. And I'm like, they're like 25 minutes away. I'm like, all right. So I'm like, you know, when is it going to be done? Like four o'clock. Like soon as it's done, you know, I'm going to send, I think, Tony or whatever the kid's name was to get it. And he's coming right back. I'm like, well, that send him there now. So it'd be faster. And she's like, it's not going to be faster. And I was like, it'll, it'll definitely be fast. She's like, it's 20 minutes away either way. Like, he's got to go 20 and come back. That's 40 minutes. I'm like, correct. But if he's already there when it's done, then it's only going to be 20 minutes from the time that it's done to the time that we get it. She's like, no, he still has to go there. And oh I was like, God, I was like, dude. and I'm like, also, they don't give a fuck about Fire it. HR. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. who are they hiring? What are they allowing you? I mean, What's the like entrance exam? Level of patience you yeah. have there, man. Yeah. And I'm like, they don't care about what we have to do. But if he's standing there at the counter, <laughs> They're going to maybe work a little faster or call us the minutes it's done. It could already be done. He's like, well, they said they were going to call it when, oh, when it's done. I'm like, no. they don't give a shit, dude. Like, you know, like, they, I'm like. I sent him an email. I literally had to write it down. <laughs> I'm like, it's four o'clock right now. If you t- send Tony right now, the quickest he could be back here is 440 if it's 20 each way. Correct? She's like, yes. He's already there right now. How quick do you she could be back? She's like, it's the same. I'm like. It's not the same. Uh, dude, you were arguing with a fence post. You know this, Just right? like, there was three <laughs> other like, people there co-signing her. Like, you lost like, valuable how- time off your life doing something that had zero possibility of coming out correct. There was multiple people there that were looking at me like, I'm in, like not getting it. Like, Clearly, the word problem is no longer in the math uh, curriculum. No, it's just like, I just don't <laughs> understand. Like, if Bob... Went to the store at 10 miles an hour. Yeah, that's not a thing. Like, man, I got a nephew, like, they took F's away because the kids were getting too upset. 
Like now there's no F's <laughs> in his school. What does that even mean? The, though, D, right? the D is the F now, oh. but like there's just no. Like, well, you know, I don't want to be happy with the D. I already chose my. <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah. Some tells me yeah, that's happy. a good joke. Yeah, God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> I don't want the D. Yeah, you, um, but like that's the thing. Like now we don't have Fs. Like because kids got upset. We gotta remove it from the alphabet. We're like A B C D E G. I'm not H, like, the, like hard ass. Like no one should get a participation trophy. But yeah, you need a fuck for the win every time. But I'm also not like no. You can't keep scoring anymore. We're just not going to grade. Yeah, yeah, my nephew was 12 years old. My other nephew went to live in California still, and his little league still was, like, not keeping score when they were playing baseball. And I was like, man, it's like some people win, some people lose. Like, what That's are we trying to do here? Not like, keeping score. Change the laws. How first. weird is that getting? Yeah. How do you... Because kids are like, hey, your kid sucks at baseball. Like, he's always going to suck at baseball. Like, why you keep forcing him to play baseball and then tell all the other kids that you can't, like, tell who wins or loses? Like, the kid's probably a phenomenal saxophone player or fucking physicist or chemist or fucking gymnast or something else everybody's like, naturally inclined to be gifted in an area and it's a matter of believing yourself and having the opportunity to exercise the skill or learn that it even exists it, it that's why i like what you're doing man i'd love to wrap up there actually yeah. i feel like you're giving kids tools for their toolbox um in order to navigate life whether it's just coding or it's the environment that you're providing for them, that leadership, future leadership environment, the way that you were describing that yellow belt, green belt, blue belt, purple belt, and how they are able to give it back each level to reach back to the kid that's underneath them and show them the way. And honestly, the best way to become good at something is to teach it. Mm. Once you teach it, you know it. You don't know it until you teach it. Yeah. I, there's so many things in life that I thought I fucking knew until I had to be the one regurgitating it and fucking teaching people that and i was like oh yeah you're, okay. you're definitely right like when i do the ultimate fighter show and fighters have to become the coaches and they're re-teaching the fundamentals that they already had they get better with those same fundamentals and relearn them and like have to look at it in a different way you're on autopilot or you know like you just you just know what to do so you do it but when you have to actually break it down piece by piece and then kind of explain why something is like i think you learn it more than you have before so I think that's, it's cool that you're teaching that part of it too. Not, I think competition is a very good thing in, in a lot of cases, but I also think that teamwork and helping each other and everything's good too. So you can't have these kids just all trying to beat each other, like and bring each other up and helping each other while also trying to advance is like really the key, like how everything should be. Eliminates bullies. When everybody's working together to a common goal, and there's not much need to push the other kid down. You ever see any of that? Is there like bullying? Like in there? No, not at all. Yeah. Um, so the only ones that act out of line are probably my kids. They're like, hey, my, <laughs> you know, this is my like, dad owns this place. Yeah, my, my dad's the owner. <laughs> I can get away with it. So like they they try to get away with stuff. But generally speaking, you know, we have a little problem with like the, cause we do like junior classes too. So we do five to seven year olds and some of like the five to six year olds are still a little rambunctious. I'm about to say. But we learned, how to, we, we learned how to work around that. So we capped our junior class two juniors at a time because when we have like more, they get, they, they become a disruption for the older kids who actually want to learn. So, but other than that, like no, no bullying. It seems to be like everyone, like, I love it. Kids get proud of when they, when they create something. Hey, wow. Look at this game I built. And they're like, Oh, how did you do that? Can you show me? Sure. Come You're talking here. about a crucial moment. That particular moment is super important. The moment that they are excited that they did something and they can share it with someone that can tell them they did a good job 
or can give them that feedback right away, that's going to be the most reinforced capable kid that you'll ever have. And that goes back to that two parent home thing. When a kid does something and doesn't have a parent to tell that they did a good job to, they're never going to fucking feel complete because we always want to have our parents to give us that, what is it, the validation. It's right? addicting too. Like you're going to want to have that feeling again. Like you're on a yeah, That's a else, good feeling to have. Something else, right. with something Not else. substituted with drugs or porn or something like that. It's still, they're still looking for dopamine. They're getting dopamine from a fucking, a kind response to their hard work. It's a hell of a lot better, right? So I want to thank you yeah. for being someone that's affecting change for the younger generation because that's, honestly, we don't deserve change. We've already been here long enough. It's their world. Like, if we're focusing on ourselves at this point, then we're selfish because we've lived a certain amount of time, right? Let's set it up for them. There's nothing worse than a greedy old person, right? Share the knowledge, share it all. Do you have anything you want to put out? Tell everybody where they can find you. And um, we'll also put the information in the show notes so that they can uh, visit your center and find the address, phone number, all that stuff, or send you messages. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can just Google us Code Ninjas Wesley Chapel. We're technically on the border, like just south of Wesley Chapel. So we're technically New Tampa. So I like to say Code Ninjas Wesley Chapel, New Tampa. Uh, we're off Bruce Downs and Cross Creek. Uh, yeah, that's the easiest way to find us. You can find our phone number. Um, Any upcoming and- events or camps or anything like that that you got coming? So, or are you kind of done so, for yeah. the... We're, we're, we're rounding camps kind of down since we're kind of getting back to the whole, you know, back to school kind of uh, vibe right, right now. Uh, we are running camps for the next, um, till the week before they go back to school. So the last camp caps off at August 4th. So if you guys want to see any camps that are available, just go on our website, um, see whichever ones are available and ones that aren't sold out. So we have like coming a YouTuber. We have movie. Um, Why can't I take this class? Yeah, exactly. I need exactly. this class, dude. Yeah. We have a movie <laughs> video with uh, with Minecraft. We have Python. We have Lego Robotics. So we don't just do coding. We also do robotics as well. Oh, oh man. So they can create yeah. the we thing do, that's going to We, we do a little us. bit. So a little of that. So you we, can have like a build, mini battle bots? So we do it with like little, we, we build these robot kits and then we program them and then you can do them also with, uh, you can do them also with Python. So like you can build them and then program the interface. Isn't that like Pi and stuff like that? Those, um, yeah, the py dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Python yeah. scripts and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, we do, we do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And pretty much what we do is everything that's going to give them you know, the skills and, you know, the necessary, uh, you know, knowledge of, you know, what's, you know, we're going through the fourth industrial foundation right now. Foundational skills for everything that's that's happening and will come and hopefully we're doing our best to equip them. You know, I love it, man. Yeah. I fucking love it. Love the shirt too. We Thank didn't you. mention that. Code blooded. That's, that's dope. All right. Well, Gary, you got anything you want to wrap up with? No, nah, it's really cool. You know, I think uh, I learned some shit today. Uh, you know, and I'm like going to go down the rabbit hole at some point yeah. and learn more. But I think it's, and it's like you see the thing and whether it's a video game or your phone or whatever, nobody knows how that shit works. Nobody. Some people obviously do, but like right. I think the more interested people get in, in that, the better. Yeah. It's like, for example, when you click an order to buy on Amazon, it like I think the average amount of system hops that it has to, do for that to say successful is about like 40 systems that it goes through for that to say a successful purchase order. So can you imagine having the skills to know what's happening under the hood for something that's so easy, right? It makes our lives easy. But understanding the stuff behind it, right, is what, you know, we take that shit for granted, too. Oh, yeah. I used to be like three days. Cool. Oh, I I need to have it tomorrow. or I'm not buying it. If if it's not the same day, I'm not going to Best Buy. Yeah, It's it's the carton from Best Buy. Like Best Buy is the backup to Amazon for every technology. It's for like it's I can't get it in 24 hours. See if Best Buy. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, I appreciate you, Nico. Cool, man. Man. Always a cool friend. Absolutely. Great to have Thanks you. Man. Welcome back anytime. Next time I think you come in, we talk about some uh, fighting. Because you've been do doing uh, boxing and working with uh, Grandmaster. Grandmaster. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. going to have him in as well. Yeah, yeah. Sugar Crossing. Yeah, Grandmaster Robert Sugar Crossing. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's an interesting and uh, very accomplished individual. He's a, he's a hell of a guy. Um, but yeah, I, we, I've actually trained with him. I've actually, you know, done boxing for How's your ribs? Many, many years. Ribs are okay. Ribs are, ribs are much better now. Um, but yeah, so we can definitely talk about that, you know. And I love that. I love that. You see, he loves boxing. Yeah. Um, old school. Old school. Yeah, being of uh, Cuban heritage is kind of part of our DNA, you know. Boxing and baseball. Mm. Hey, that's my two favorite sports. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Remember, everybody, be cool and keep learning. All right. Cuban B. Cuban B.